Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. Home of the back-to-back AFC North champion Cincinnati Bengals. Now do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. You guys are awesome. I'm up to 2,112 subscribers. That is great. I appreciate every single one of you guys. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter and have yet to subscribe to my channel, why not? Please do so. Please go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button. Hit the bell for notification. And every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, exclusively in the YouTube chat crew, we're doing super chats. So if you got a question or you got stats for Jay Morris, because, you know, Jay's got stats. Or you got something you want to ask Dale or you just want to support the show, give me a super chat. I would greatly appreciate it. And as always, I'm coming to you live from the Ice Cave. And the Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. And you know it. I'm also sponsored by Jackpot Joey. We got the flag. We got the beer. We got all kinds of stuff. Uh, remember, portions of the proceeds go to the Joe Burrow Fund and the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund. Just get your uh, merchandise there. The beer, you got to go to Brink Brewery, Cork a Bottle, all that cool stuff. Uh, Bet Fred. Got to talk about them. Sports betting is legal in Ohio. Hopefully you guys... Made some bets, had some fun this weekend. If you haven't signed up with Betfred, make sure you do it. All right, let's get to this thing. We got Jay Morrison from The Athletic, but right now I got my co-host. I want to introduce Dale Altman from Bengals and Brewers. Lose back! Woo! <laughs> What's up, Jay? How you doing, man? <laughs> if I had known, I would have got my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, when, when Bengals and Brewers and Strawberry Ice together, there's usually always beer involved. So, <laughs> are the ones behind you full or empty? No, they're empty. Smaller. I drank all those things. Those are all gone. <laughs> so, what is up? We have officially we have our coaches back, Lou's back, Brian's yep. back. What's that mean? I mean, that's cohesiveness. What's what's that mean for the Bengals? Uh, first off, Jay, it's huge. I mean. I wrote about this back in June. I, I, I broke down the, the head coach, the defensive coordinator, the offensive coordinator for every team and looked to see where the Bengals ranked in terms of continuity. There was only one other team in the league that had those three positions. And if you want to include special teams coordinator in there as well, there's only one other team in the league that had everybody together longer. That was the Chiefs. So if, if you want to be in good company, that's that's the dynasty in the league right now. That's the model franchise. Um, and if Eric Bieniemy ends up going somewhere else, the Bengals move into that top spot. This will going on to year five now with Zach, Lou, and Brian. Year like fifty with Darren Simmons. So <laughs> right, exactly. It's, it's 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 crazy, and it's not just those guys. It's the the leaders on this team. 
you look at all these important pieces in that locker room um, that have been here now for, it's not five years. Some of them are, um, but, and then Duke and, and the scouts, Steven and Mike, and it's just the entire organization just has this amazing continuity and yeah, talent wins games, but the, you cannot underestimate the the importance of, of building something this continuous stream of everybody seeing and things the same way and moving in the same direction. Exactly. What do you got, Dale? What's, what's this? What's this mean for the Bengals moving forward? I think it's great, and I and I love too. You mentioned the scouts, so we know how important that is for the Bengals. Coaches also mm-hmm. are part of the scouting for the Bengals because we have a smaller scouting staff. So um, having that continuity and looking at the last few drafts, you're continuing that. You've got guys that are on the same page. They know what they want. They know what they like. And they're all back to help with the draft process, which, I mean, look at the Chiefs. They knocked it out of the park with their draft last year. Unbelievable. Most every pick made a difference for them. But that's what I'm saying. Like, And we're going to have to do that some because now we're getting into having to pay people. Mm -hmm. So – we're going to have to hit on these draft picks. And I think having the staff back together is going to be key for that. And I, I just think it's a great all around on field, obviously, but yeah. also for the draft. Yeah. I think it's awesome. I'm so happy we're keeping, I mean, I, I feel bad for Lou because I think he deserves a head coaching job. I think it's silly. He hasn't got one, but selfishly as a Bengals fan, I am ecstatic that Lou Dini is back. Now we got a question from Greg, and this is one that we've uh, talked about a lot here. And will the, uh, the Bengals cut or restructure Mixon. You can also ask that about Lel Collins too. What's your thoughts on Mixon first? They they don't typically. I can't remember the last time they restructured. Um, so I, I think the option is stay as is or cut him. And I just I it, it take the whole whatever that situation was with the gun and the charges and um, you know that the charges dropped could be refiled. That right. take that whole incident out of it, just base it on football and salary. I think there's a good chance they do part ways with them. It's just it's just the nature of the position. I mean, right. it seemed like it was maybe not the best decision when they signed him to this long term deal, but you you understood how good he was. Number one, the talent. You understood that what he brings to the team energy wise, and how everybody feeds off of him. But they structured the deal in a way where they could get out of it after a couple of years without a huge hit on dead money. Um, they would save seven and a half million dollars, which immediately can roll right over into the Joe Burrow extension. It's just, I mean, really, what was the difference between Joe Mixon and Samaj P. Ryan this year? Pass blocking. <laughs> well, but uh, yeah, I mean, you're you're looking at as far as production, right? Right. The production. You're, you're no, not, right. It's not like there's going to be this major fall off if you if you part ways with Mixon and and throw P. Ryan in there, and then you go and maybe you get a guy in free agency who's who's got got a one year you know, prove it kind of deal. Maybe you draft a guy in the fourth, fifth, sixth. Maybe you get a guy in the seventh round, like Isaiah Pacheco. Maybe the Chiefs did this year. It's just there, there's so many quality backs out there, and they come from everywhere. And, you know, Mixon had a great career here. And and I'm not I'm not saying they're going to cut, cut him, right. but I, I think the odds are greater that they do as opposed to they don't. Well, you just don't in, – in, in this day and age, you just don't – pay running backs as much as Joe's going to make this year. He'll be in the top, I think somebody said 5% of hmm. 
people's money as far as top paid players. Uh, if he if he comes back, and you just don't pay running backs that much. It's just not the way to. I hate to say their dama does, but like you said, you can draft one. We can get one on the free agent. That's a little cheaper. So I, I'm with you. I think that's possibly uh, the road they're going to going to go down there. Mm-hmm. What do you got, Dale? No, I mean I agree with everything Jay said, and uh, saving that money this year, and it's actually a really good class too in the draft for running backs this year, especially the sweet spot is like those third through fifth round. So if yeah. you can get a guy that you think you're going to get similar, I mean, this year, honestly, mixing it and have a great year. So you might get better production from a guy in the fourth round that you're paying pennies compared to, you know, $12 million mm-hmm. and saving seven and a half on the cap. So I think they got to make that move, unfortunately, because I mean, his times here has been great and he is a leader and he does bring the energy, but at some point, you got to say, okay, the business side of it, right. it goes both ways, right? We see guys leave because they get better deals. So Jesse, that's going to happen to Jesse Bates this year. Yeah. So it goes both ways, and sometimes you got to make that cut and move on. And I mean, if you look at the Jay's a big stat guy, so I'm sure he's seen the running backs and the averages of running backs, and both the teams that was in the Super Bowl, the the amount of salary compared to that 12 million, it was not even close for the, or it was like. The entire running back room, right? You know, wasn't even close. So, just- so yeah, giving second contracts to running backs just isn't smart business. And the Bengals rolled the dice and they did it, and they got a good year out of Joe, and then they got an okay year this year. They, but they, I mean, they they did well. The offense took off. It wasn't because of Joe, but he was a part of it. But yeah, you just now you're looking at. Well, I think it's going to be ten million this year if they keep him, and that's just. Right, the production per dollar, it, mm-hmm. it's just not a value. Yeah. Now let's talk about what everybody's been talking about here since the uh, AFC Championship game is the Bengals offensive line, which, again, we're talking about it again. But my opinion is I think the interior line, I think it's fine. I don't. I think Cordell Wilson could get bigger, stronger. I think he, he can improve. Cap and Karras were great. I think it's more of the tackles. Like, will Jonah come back from his knee and be fine? What we saw from Jackson Carmen is this fool's gold or is this something moving forward? And then do you draft one in the first or second round, like the kid out of Tennessee or, or the kid out of Ohio State, which they could possibly be there. They'll probably be there at 60, but they might be at 28. What's your thoughts on what they're going to do with the tack- – basically the two tackle positions? Yeah, I mean, Jonah's a, a good question. I they, they the, the good thing for the Bengals is they have another year to figure it out. He's going to play this year on the fifth-year option. That money's going to be guaranteed. Um, he's got – 17 at least 17 more games to prove that he's he can be the left tackle of the future whether he will or not i don't know um i'm not sure about collins i think he's right in that boat with with joe mixon where i I think it's more likely than not that they part ways with him maybe a little less though than mixon just because of how hard it is to find offensive linemen um but you're talking about a guy that tore his acl on christmas eve uh, how good's he going to be? I, well, is he I even mean, be ready for the beginning of the season? Exactly. That's, yeah. To me, that's part of it because if you can keep him, and doesn't he have a big per game? You know, he gets paid per game he plays in his contract, so that may be that, a reason to keep him. Yeah, around. I'm not sure if, if that what what the I don't have that here in front of me what the the structure of the deal is, but it is again, it's it, it this is going to be the biggest cap hit of the three years. Um, for Collins and I just I even when he played before the injury he wasn't great he wasn't I mean, what they, we thought he was going to be he wasn't anywhere close we thought he was going to be a yeah, dominant well I would say he was anywhere close I mean he, he was he was 
a serviceable me, right tackle, but you he came here with his reputation of being the you know maybe the the second or first best run blocking right tackle in the league, and he 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 served the purpose of improving the line. But I, you're right, I don't think that he gave you everything that 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 they were hoping for, and I don't think it's a decision they make before the draft. But right. if they if they if they go tackle in the first round or, you know, even, you know, first and third or second for get a couple tackles early. I think you're going to see the writing on the wall that, that they may move on from him. As far as Jackson Carmen fool's gold. I don't know. I, I mean, do you, do you look at a, a really good game against Buffalo and then a so-so game against Kansas city and, and say, that's enough. I, there, there's no way you can, but at least, there's a hope that the light right. has come on and that he can be that guy and uh, going to be a big off season for him to, to see if he can step up and, and continue that little bit of momentum he's built. Yeah, he's at least earned his spot. He'll, he'll most likely dress for every game this next year, unless he <laughs> takes a, a big step uh, backwards. Cause that's, that's, how big those two games were for him in his career. I mean, he literally mm-hmm. wasn't dressing for over half the games and to come in and step into in those two games, especially the Buffalo game and, and play as good as he did. I mean, that, that gives you hope that maybe there is something there, but like, like I said, like you said, I, 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 I have a feeling they're going to go with, with Jonah and I, I'm kind of concerned about Jonah's knees. I mean, he, he dislocated both his kneecaps in the same yeah. season. I mean, I, that's such a freaky injury, right? I, I'm like, that's what's so weird. I'm like, and now How's he going to be back? Is he can he fully recover to that and still because there's still more we want out of him to be the elite or all pro left tackle that we all hope he he can be there. And with the two knee problems now, I don't know if that's something you that can happen. But having Jax Carmen right now as a backup, I don't think it's a bad bad way to go about it at all. No, and, and you, I wonder too if if Jonah's future in this league is as a right tackle, where you know maybe if they do go get that- a stud left tackle. Um, maybe they flip him to the other side. I don't know how thrilled he would be with that, but um, you know he's he's going to spout the line, do what's best for the team. Right. Um, we'll see. There's a there's a lot to be determined. You still got free agency, you got the draft. We'll see what the roster looks like. Um, but I I think all options are on the table there as far as what they want to do with him. Yeah, it's funny you bring that up about right tackle. I, that's what I've said a lot. I said maybe you know if Jonah is set at your left tackle. Maybe Jackson has a shot of the right tackle position next year. If you, I mean, I, I think it all depends on the draft. What they, the draft's going to determine, I think, what they do with the the O line more than anything. But that's one thing I said. They may move him to, to the right side. They were adamant that he's their left tackle going into last year. I remember it was at the uh, the pre camp luncheon when they said, "No, he is a he is our left tackle." Um, but you know, a year later, maybe that changes. Yeah, who knows? We'll see. Now we're at twenty eight here. Now, this is like the question I like to pose to people because I, I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm not sure what the likelihood of, of it to happen is. But if Michael Mayer and one of those right tackles that we talked about is there, a kid from Ohio State, a kid from Tennessee, if if one or, or if Michael Mayer and one of those linemen are there, which one are you taking there, Jay? Yeah, I mean, a lot depends on what happens with Hayden Hurst. If you bring Hayden Hurst back, I don't think it precludes the – option of of taking a tight end in the first round but it, it lessens the likelihood of it um we'll see how that plays out I, I i don't even think it comes down to those two positions i'm i'm writing a couple of pieces right now looking at the, the three most likely positions on offense the three most likely positions on defense um i you know i think wide receivers in the mix there certainly safety with jesse moving on it'd be odd to see them take a safety in the in the first round back-to-back drafts but that room is not 
I mean, who I, the assumptions is Von Bell's coming back, but what, what if he doesn't? And even if he does, it's him and Dax Hill. And then what do you got? I mean, Brandon Wilson's not a, a safety in this league. And, and so it would not surprise me to see them go that route again. Um, I don't think they go linebacker um, just be, even with losing Pratt most likely. Um, and, and then, you know, interior D line an edge guy there. I mean, there's a lot of ways they can go corner. I'm, if Do you Eli Apple's going to move on, I don't know. I mean, I he's an ideal fourth corner in my mind. Does yeah, he if he's want to be here, corner, does he want to be a yeah? Right. But I mean, Awuzie is going to be back. You would assume his ACL was on Halloween, so his it's it's still not an, an it's still a shorter timeline than you would like. But right. he, I think they feel confident that he could be ready in time. Um, and then Cam Taylor Britton. Mike Hilton. So those are your three. Uh, but they, this team always, they've always had that philosophy of, of getting the next, um, you know, that it's not always drafting for immediate need in the first round. And that's what, that's what Dax Hill was. It was a, a contingency. If Jesse did sit out the year, I don't think they really thought he would, but it's like, you, you need to have that guy in place before you need that guy. And we've seen him do it at corner all those years back in the, the, the last decade. Um, so there's, it's, it's best player available. It's best position available. It's, it's there. There's so many different ways they can go with that first round pick. And, and that is kind of a that, the luxury. You're not getting the stud. You're not getting the Jamar chase or the Joe Burrow, but you, it really opens things up for you when you're picking that, that late back. Um, especially when it's some of these less, less positions of need like tight end. Right. Um, the, I, and there's, uh, Dane Brugler, who who writes for us, and he 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 put out his top 100 just came out today. Um, you're you're, you're talking. Look, look at Dale. I he, love he, Dane, he, man. Yeah, like he just yeah. love Dane. He's smiling. He, you're talking draft. This is a draft nerd right here. Dale, Dale loves this stuff. So you're, well, you're, Dane in, does in his beat. top 100, he has four <laughs> tight ends between 24 and 30. That I mean, really? that is the sweet spot for the Bengals. Right. Um, so it's like, yeah, if Mayor's not there, uh, that uh, yeah, the hometown kid story goes out the window. There's other great options that are still going to be there at tight end if that's the way they want to go. Well, I'll add to that, and I'll say Darnell Washington from Georgia, I'm sure is – I won't speak for Dane because I haven't seen the updated board, but he's a lot of people's tight end number two. But he is 6'7", 280. And he's a monster. There, there's reports that – so he is huge to watch the combine coming up in a couple weeks. I'm excited for oh, it. I can't wait. If he comes out and he runs a sub 4'7", at that size – that's ridiculous. <laughs> well, here's the other thing. I mean, he is such a he good blocks, blocker. He bl yes, yes, he blocks like a tackle. So you're and you getting... you can put him in there in a jumbo package. Put him in there as an extra offensive lineman, and then all of a sudden you leak him out into into uh, uh, into a pass route. It's I mean, he is a very interesting prospect. I agree with you. He's one of the guys I've got on that big board that's going to be on that yeah. piece coming yeah. up. If he runs the time that he may run from some of the reports out there, if he does that, he's not going to be there 28 though. You think you, you got Michael Mayer, who is baby? True. His, his yeah. name is Baby Gronk because yeah, he's also I know. A solid I know Michael Mayer. I like good, him. All right, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And tight end is just for whatever yeah. reason in the draft, it, yeah. it pushes down. Hey, you got a Bijan Robinson, who's a top top fifteen talent, but he's a running back, and it's right. a strong class in the middle. So I think that could get pushed down. Like, so now would you consider that at all, Jay? I. I I know we've kind of talked running backs, but uh, like a B. John Robinson, if he no, fell. that would be a huge mistake. Do not take a running back in the first round under any circumstance. Yeah.
The last two times the Bengals took a running back in the first round, Chris Perry and Kajana Carter. Oh, God. Probably some PTSD there. Yes. And, and they've done very well taking those guys in the second round with Mixon and Corey Dillon and uh, Jeremy Hill, Giovanni Bernard. So that's – I just don't – don't pay running back second contract and don't take running backs in the first round. Now I got to put this comment up here from from Porkchop. This one this one gives you PTSD. What if Joe Joey Porter <laughs> Jr. is on the board for us? I did. Jay, I, I would tell you, I like. I think he's a good player. They drafted that's fine, but I will have a really hard time rooting for somebody named Joey Porter. But what what's your <laughs> thoughts on Porter and possibly being a Bengal? I, I well, I mean, fine. I, the, the that history is history, and. Um, who knows? He may be completely different than his dad. Who knows? But um, yeah, his I haven't really had, dug his, into his the defense. Come here, root for the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just if if you have to throw all that stuff out, if he's there and and he's the best player on the board, then yeah, grab right. him. I don't know if they go linebacker in the first round, but or wait, wait he's not even. He's a corner. He, he's, he's a corner. Yeah, I have him corner I, I'm one. Sorry, I'm going with the older Jerry. Yeah, Jerry Porter. yeah corner. Yeah, he's corner. But yes, corner safety, all those are in play um, in the yeah. first round. And his name, just throw that. You got it. You have to just look at the, the player, the, the talent. Um, I wouldn't. And plus, who maybe was it Darren, the only coach on the staff that was even here when that whole thing happened yeah. in 2015. So yeah. Well, it's not yeah, like yeah. Pac-Man's making the decisions. <laughs> Pac-Man would be like, hell no. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think he goes top 15. But, man, if you draft Joey Porter Jr. and then at some point we have Joey Porter, his dad, as ruler of the jungle, you can't, you can't fucking have somebody – Give you this story, Jay, to write about on the athletic. Well, That's it has gold. to be for a Steelers game in prime time oh, yeah. when they and bring he... it back for Ruler of the Jungle. Perfect. <laughs> oh, Even better. Oh my God, that'd be hilarious. All right, Jay, I know you, you got to get out of here uh, at six. Well, we 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 always enjoy the Jay's got stats thing you have, and we want to we we our friend uh, the Orange Arrow Derek. Uh, tweeted this out to us, and, and we want to make sure that maybe he knows what he's talking about. But Hold on, go ahead to Bengals and Bruce, because I need to get Jay on Bengals and Bruce. Yeah, yes. There, you definitely definitely can have a couple beers, and, and uh, we can do that on my show too. But yeah, definitely go go on their show. Um, so this is what this is what Derek came up with. Said so heads up, five of the last conference championship l- losing teams won the Super Bowl the final year or or the, the next year. Whoa, 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 whoa! You're not good with reading. So. What? Jay, it was five out of 11, 11 past season. So there's two teams that loses in the conference championship round have went on to then win the Super Bowl the next year. So I had this one on our podcast this morning. Oh, um, I haven't listened to it yet. Thank let you. me, uh, no, that, it just posted. So oh, okay. right before oh, I came oh. on here. So oh, okay. oh, um, let I me find it here real quick. So, yeah, so I here's the deal. Um, it, you you have to go back to 2017. The Jaguars and the Vikings were the two teams that lost in the conference championship games. Didn't make the playoffs the next year. Since then, every team that has lost their conference championship game has come back and won their division the, the following year. Four of them made it to the championship game. Two of them, the Chiefs, this year and in 2020, or sorry, in 2019, won the Super Bowl. Overall, since 2000, of the of the 22 teams that lost their conference championship game, 16 won the division the following year. Seven of the last 13 made it back to the championship game. Five of the last 11 have won the Super Bowl. That's AFC. 
That's AFC only. Not that's not all. So basically, you heard it here on Strawberry. Jay Morrison is saying the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl next year. Uh, I'm not <laughs> saying that, but it is funny because everybody oh, talks yeah, yeah. about the the Super Bowl hangover for the team that loses the Super Bowl. But it's like it works in the exact opposite when you lose in the championship game. When you get that close to the pinnacle and you lose, and you, there's just Maybe that little extra hunger, that little extra drive of getting so close and, and wanting to get back. Right. And this goes back to the continuity we were talking about, because so many of the times when these these teams go to the Super Bowl and lose or win, you're, you're talking about teams that have been building for that for so long. And, and you've got free agents that you can't afford to pay anymore. And you're losing coordinators and you're losing key position player coaches. And that's just not happening with the Bengals. Right. Um, I, I do. I, I really do like their chances to bounce back and be in that championship game again next year. Again, we got to see yeah. a lot. A lot happens between yeah. now and we gotta, then. We, we got. But the you can't look team. at this roster and say it's it's a long shot. No, I, I'm just shocked. So, did you put this on Twitter or somewhere before that podcast hasn't come out? That Derek of all people, the Orangero. <laughs> also knew this that somehow. I know. Oh, I'm shocked. Yeah, I thought for sure you were going to say it was wrong. We were hoping no, you were saying no, he's absolutely right. <laughs> oh no, we're never going to hear the end I'm of it. Never going to hear that. No. <laughs> he also on our show last year predicted Dax Hill was the first round pick. So, wow, that's yeah. impressive. Yeah. Well, he uh, he. But the guy he really wanted, the freaking Chiefs took him. No, that's the guy I wanted. I wanted. Yeah, as I said, the guy you really wanted, the Chiefs took, which was uh, um. What's it? Not what was his name again? George Corloftis. Yeah, Corloftis. Yeah, I want to say Orloftis. Corloftis. Yeah, the Purdue no. defensive yeah. end. Yep. I right, so believe we got those close. Speaking of, well, okay, we're going to keep our our coaches, and everybody's talking about Joe Burrow and T Higgins, and you know, venture next to Jamar Chase, and the I think the narrative of Jackpot going to take less money. I don't think it's necessarily true. I think he's going to be the highest paid quarterback but they're structured more like Patrick Mahomes so uh that T can get his money Jamar get his money and what what's your thoughts what what are you thinking of how the contract situation is going to go with him T and Jamar and Logan Willis and everybody else come over that we got free agents uh that we got to sign I think there's a big difference between I think and I know because yeah, if you yeah, listen yeah. to oh, that yeah. quote, if yeah. you listen to that quote from Jamar, he's like, I think this and I think right. that. And I think Joe's gonna do this. Does right. he know? I mean, yeah. has Joe actually told him that, or is he just that's what trying I, to speak I, it into me, existence? And right to me, if he's saying it, then I think you would think they would have some conversations about it, wouldn't you? I mean, that's kind of I don't know. I mean, they, they yeah. get on they get on these live interviews, and you you don't want to kind of get stuck, so you got to say something and and make, right. I don't know. I I don't know. I have no idea what what their conversations have been like right um you don't have the bug in, in joe's place to, to find out you know yeah, no. <laughs> the athletic hasn't paid for that yet <laughs> yeah i don't i don't want to go to jail i'm not pretty sure you're not allowed <laughs> yeah, to do it's that, not worth that right? um, exactly. but yeah i i i would assume the plan is to keep jamar here long term mm -hmm. can they afford to keep him and t higgins maybe they can i don't know um the, the other question there if you, you see that interview with T Higgins and they ask him point blank, do you see yourself as a number one receiver? Yes. He didn't hesitate. Yes. I see myself as a number one receiver. Well, if he says he sees himself as a number one receiver, he's going to want to be paid like a number one receiver. Is he going to want to be targeted like a number one receiver? Is he going to be happy splitting catches and, and targets and, and touchdowns and all that with Jamar Chase? Yes. They love what they have going on here, but I mean, I, you you know these these guys have egos. They want to go out and prove that they are the man. Right. And I 
I don't know. I don't, we'll see what happens with T Higgins. I, I think if the Bengals make him a really attractive offer this off season, yeah, maybe he does sign it, but there's also a chance he says, no, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. And I'm going to wait to hit free agency, which is next year, by the way, I know a lot of the, all the talk about T extensions. And I think a lot of people are under the false assumption that, that he's a free agent this year. That is not the case. He's still under contract for one more year. Um, but we'll, we'll see whether, whether he wants to go out and see what his value is, because it'll be massive if he has any kind of year like he's had these last couple of years, and he has that again this year. He is he is gonna get paid if he if the Bengals let him hit free agency. And the interesting thing for me, just to say, just say the Bengals do sign Joe and they do sign T this year, is how they would do the salary cap, or I mean the 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 the, the signing bonus. Because to me, they're probably going to get a huge signing bonus, and that goes toward the cap this year. So that's where I, I don't I wouldn't be surprised. You can if, spread it out. Oh, you, you can? can you can spread out that signing bonus. Oh, yes. okay. Um, wow. and and Joe and same with the money for you know Joe was supposed to make eleven point nine this year as part of his rookie deal. Paul Daner's done all the math on this, and it, you know you can probably assume that if he signs that long term extension, no matter how crazy big it is, Deshaun Watson type money, yeah. whatever, it's you're still looking at probably in the 15 million range this year, maybe in the 19, 20 million range next year. And then in that third year of the new deal is when it gets crazy. That's what Buffalo is going to be dealing with this year with Josh Allen. Um, so it's the, the, the rookie quarterback window is not closing just because Joe Burrow signs a huge extension. You are still going to have him on a very manageable number for the next two seasons. That's good. All right, you got anything else, uh, Dale? Before we let Jay go, he's he's got to get go do some Valentine's Day stuff. I heard <laughs> it no, is just, that day. Hey, just excited to actually, you know, talk to you face to face. I love you guys' show. You and Paul kill it. Big Thanks. fan. Um, would love to have you on Bagels and Bruce sometime. It'd be an honor. We'll crack a couple open, talk some football. I've did. been on Bears and Brews, so it only makes sense that I go on Bengals and Brews. How can you? Oh, you have to now. <laughs> I, I, actually, I don't think it was Bears. I think it was, I think it was Bears over Brews is what it was. I can't remember what it was. It was a year, a couple years ago when the when they played them, uh, leading up to that that week two game. And uh, sure, yeah, just uh, hit me up on Twitter and we'll get it scheduled. Now uh, you have to tell Paul that you you are up. Uh, three to one or no, four to one on him he's only been on the show one time you've been this is your fourth time on the show so okay yeah you you make sure you, you hit him up because i've already uh, dm'd on twitter and he he's, he has the answer me so you guys say i'm up four to one on your strawberry show you gotta you gotta start catching up <laughs> i'll needle him <laughs> all right yeah, happy valentine's day yeah, all right same to you guys your evening see you guys yep. all right so there you go that's jay's thoughts on all things Bengals. where are you at on the state of the Bengals right now i mean i'm i'm I, like the super bowl ended we got super hangover i'm getting into the, i don't want to talk about the super bowl anymore i want to talk we got draft we got combine coming up this is well, your we're not even time of mention, year we're not even going to mention the the juju with the valentine thing thought he's being funny like oh about holding me you didn't even mention that did you i did not i did not hey, so it's james bradbury and like oh you you hold me at the just the right time or whatever yeah. And ha ha, you're so funny, Juju. AJ Brown shot back at him, which he was like, you know, congratulations, congratulations, uh -huh. you guys, right. you earned it. 
So he wasn't even like being salty in that way, but he was literally like, bro, you of all people, like you're not that guy. Right. Right. You're not that guy in any way, shape or form. Number one. Number two, TikTok boy. That was my favorite. (laughs) Just call him TikTok boy. Well, he hasn't been the same since since Von Bell blew his ass up a couple years ago on Monday Night Football. Just saying, I think that hit that hit is really it really ruined him. Just saying, but yeah, that that was that was really enjoyable on that that clap back right by AJ AJ Brown there. I gotta tip my hat to on that one. I I did like like that. Yeah, one. I mean, he was trying to still be like y'all won, but man, come on. Well, that's what I mean, Patrick Mahomes resurrected your career a little bit. That's, honestly, like, that's what all the Chiefs are doing. Like, look, Travis Kelsey, I nah. he's a Bearcat, but good God, shut Fuck the hell up. Nah. He's really starting to. Just bother me with all this. Like, I always had some love for him, too. Just, you know, Ohio and stuff. And Right. I'm like, you. Come on, man. We're the underdog. That whole narrative is Uh, is played out, too. We're the underdogs. We're the underdogs. Like, No, you're not. They, they, You've won both games. You were the the one seed. Everyone has had you the favorite for, like, six (laughs) years in a row. Yeah, five years in a row, you've had the one seed, and everybody has to go to Arrowhead. And and you've been the favorite. Right, you've been. It's you're, there's they're not the Super Bowl betting right. odds. You're the favorite every year. You're the right. you're the favorite again next year. But right, it's it's I don't know. I just I just wish the Chiefs would just act, act like a little more class. Like you won it, good job, congratulations. And, and to be honest, this is one thing you're talking act about. Like you've been there, yeah. What you have, they have yeah. And, and and one thing I'll, I'll say, I think Jalen Hurts got robbed. I think Jalen Hurts. I know he lost, but if you look at his numbers. Compared to Patrick Mahomes, he had 300, 308 yards passing, three rushing TDs, one one passing TD. His uh, passer rating, rating was 100 and 100.4, 100.9. But, but they never like give the MVP to the losing that, team. That's stupid. They, exactly, they should have I mean, gave it to the real winners, the fucking yeah. refs. Should have <laughs> right. handed the fucking MVP trophy <laughs> over to that fucking referee and said, hey, you won this one. And you, you should have got it last year, too, to be honest. The referee should have got it last year. Uh, for Logan Wilson, I mean, that that's that people wanted. To, I was talking to one of the guys at work today. He said, "Man, why are Bengals fans so mad?" I was like, "Cause it happened back to back years, twice. It happened. It happened to us, even though right. we weren't in the and, Super Bowl. It happened to us to get to the Super Bowl, and then the same shit happened in the Super Bowl to help the fucking Chiefs that's win, who just did the same shit against us. So yeah, we're more- fucking pissed off and we're salty. We're tired of getting fucked. So guess what we can do? We can fucking go to games." And we can be fucking loud and proud and say fucking Bengals against the world. And we can watch our team fucking burn it down to where it doesn't come down to the refs. Exactly. And that, Don't and that's let what it the come Bengals, to the refs. That's what the Bengals are going to have to do this we year. They, this Next year, you got to come Fuck out of the you, gates. Roger fast. Goodell. Why don't you hug Chris Chum? Why don't you hug him a little tighter? Ooh, I'm going to hug Yeah, that was, picture, that was uh, uh, I tweeted it out. The one oh. guy did. He did oh, the yeah. art. Him holding is like, oh no, I didn't see that. I thought yeah, we were talking, talking about the video. I don't care how you hit defenders. Yeah. Like, what, bitch? You're uh, the commissioner. You're in lawsuits with CTE. You don't care how, <laughs> like, what are you saying right now? Yeah, bitch. it was. Use a bitch, Roger Goodell. Bitch. Not see, even this... a clown anymore. A bitch. See, this is why you should have came on Saturday, Sunday night when I was, I was live. I was going off then. I'm a little more confident, but this is what, but honestly, I was, I'm more mad. It's funny. I'm more mad this year than I was last year. And it was my own team, but I, cause I'm more mad because I saw it twice where this one, they literally handed them the game and people are like, people are like well, it's pass interference. Okay. Okay. And that's p- pass interference well, with a minute 40 left of the game. Why is it a pass interference when it's in the first half? 
Yeah, is holding, I, not pass interference. Or holding, sorry, I keep saying. What they holding. call it, which, yeah. I mean, yes, and it's like, technically, yes. And I thought this one was worse than the one against Logan. Because Logan did not impede him in any way, shape, or form. This guy did a little bit to start, like, the start of the route. But it was so ticky-tacky, and the ball was, like, not even close. I don't think he could have caught it. It doesn't matter on a hold. But, but... In that moment, when you haven't called holding all game, and you called that one, that's the problem. Yep, exactly. That's the problem. When they went, because when they went and slid, whoever the wide receiver was slid, uh, you know, right before the end zone. The I'm like, it's I say they literally can't do anything. I mean, this this and game here, is literally freaking over. And here's the thing: it's fourth down. Chiefs still have the lead, and, and you know the Eagles got to go out there and make plays to win. But at least the players are making the plays, not refs throwing the flags to determine I the game, see, just like last year. I want to. I want to see a minute 40 left. I want to see Jalen Hurts with that, with that ball in his hand and see what he could do. Like, you know? Make it fair, man. Just just, just make mm-hmm. it seem fair. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Next year for the Bengals, they have to come out and, like, like Porchop here says, go out there, st- step on their throat. No mercy. That's go out I'm there saying. and ball out from week one. Go out and get Fuck that n- number one seed. That's what I was telling Chiefs fans when I was leaving Kansas City. I said, we'll see you again next year, but it's going to be in Cincinnati. We need to get that number one seed. Look, it's hard as hell to go on the road and win two back-to-back road games, which the Bengals damn near did it back-to-back years. I mean, literally, we're, we're a play away from doing it two years in a row. Bring it here. Let make them come to the jungle. That's got to be the thing. Their 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 goal this this year is not just win the division. Get that number one seed. Make them come here, and we'll see what happens. Maybe we we'll get some of the calls our way. But that's you got to make it so blatantly obvious that you're going to win, that they don't give it any chance at all to the other team. That, that's what the Bengals need, need to do next year. Yeah, they, they, and year. they need that fucking one seed, so the Chiefs mm-hmm. don't always have it, and then it's like, yep. Yep. fuck that. I mean, exactly. I mean, we should have beat them two years in a row on their home field. It, it's yeah. fr- and, and you know what? We're frustrated because we feel like we should have had a Lombardi last year, or we feel mm-hmm. like we should have had the opportunity to watch a fourth down play, and maybe the Rams make it. But if not... We win that fucking game. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's brutal. All right. So whew, drink a beer. Calm down. Uh, na, 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 oh, I'm perfectly calm. Let's I talk, am not one bit. You made me sit here. Let's talk draft. You made me sit here for a half an hour and basically say nothing. You didn't think I was going to fucking come on here fucking firing afterwards? I let you talk with Jay. You let me talk like twice. I let you talk like three times. Let's go go check the tape. Let's learn that. <laughs> like, I'm trying to be short because it's your show. But I'm like, damn, he gets run back. I'm like, fuck yeah, I said another question. I'm like, God damn, what am I here for? So I, had, I just saved it all. Saved it all. And I'm oh, all built. I saw him all hyped up. He's all hyped up. <laughs> no, it's not like it's fine because Jay knows the shit way more than me. But then I just, I was all being all like, no, over here. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just ready to go. Ready to go. All right. So this is like go fuck my wife. Jesus. Marissa, happy Valentine's Day. Oh. <laughs> so draft season is upon us. The NFL Combine is the last week of February, beginning of March. Where how excited are you? Because this is Probably, I think one of your most favorite times of the year of all your because everybody you can show about your your paperwork and your spreadsheet. Well, I, I love the draft, but I don't necessarily love the combine. Like I don't really. Yeah, I can't set and watch these guys run. 
Oh, I can't. And I like why. lift weights. It just feels yeah. creepy. Like 40s and- to me. Like I'll watch some of it, but I'm more like I am curious to see the after like their the relative athletic scores, you know, based off the the height, weight, speed, everything they tested at. We're the ones that test because so many just do pro days now too. Right. Exactly. Uh, it's your Foxy. But see, that's why I like Senior Bowl week a lot. It's just last year I didn't give too much of a shit because we were waiting to play Super Bowl Super like Bowl. we should have been this year. Right. Exactly. Foxy here says, "Do you guys think?" Uh, first game of the year, Thursday night football, Queefs versus the Bengals. I think there's a good chance of it. Well, now, I mean, it's it's 50% chance or 60% chance. They like to open with an AFC team and they like a good matchup. Normally, the Super Bowl champs open it up on Thursday night, don't they? Yeah, that's what 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 did he say? He said Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah, so no, normally the Super I think I was guaranteed the Chiefs to be on a Thursday night because that's no, normally that's what, what it is. No, they, they will 100% be on. Yeah, and hopefully it's the Bengals. He's yeah. saying, will it be versus us? And I, it could be. Uh, if they play the Bills, which I think somebody said they did, then that's the only reason I say it's maybe 60-40 us, 50-50 would be Bills. But if they don't even play the Bills, because I don't know their schedule off the top of my head, right. or like their opponents, because the schedule's not out yet, but their opponents – William here said this will be interesting if this does happen. So I think Lamar Jackson is leaving the Ravens, so we are going to win the division next year. I, I I'm I don't know. I it's it, I wouldn't be surprised either way at this point. Yeah, I, I'm same. more thinking he's out the door because it's taken so long to get this contract done. And I think Lamar is determined to get a fully guaranteed contract. That's just my opinion, what he's trying to do. But they can franchise him, which right. to me, I'm just like he's Obviously, you know, and maybe he was that hurt, but yeah, that, that's her. Like, really, you your season's on the line, you couldn't play. But I mean, but to be honest, I mean, their backup quarterback is a pro bowler, so you know, I mean, did they really, <laughs> <did> they really, <laughs> I mean, come on, when you got a backup pro bowler, I mean, sorry, I was supposed to take that seriously, right? <laughs> right Fucking exactly. Tyler Huntley, and, and I mean, they played a flag football game, man, like they used to do that with like. They used to play the game that those guys just played with guys that played 20 years ago. Yeah. Like, you know. They, they would do it on the beach. Couple, yeah. And then somebody told their ACL they quit doing it. <laughs> like, whatever, uh, man. Just let know, it I, Honestly, let it. Hey, maybe you enjoyed it. Whatever. Well, I actually enjoyed the dodgeball, to be honest. That was kind of more interesting I, than the game. I didn't, I, I, I didn't really care about any of it, so I didn't watch any of it. Like I did, I said I wasn't gonna watch the Super Bowl. I lied to everybody. <laughs> I ended up watching the Super Bowl. Because, you watch it. <laughs> well, I didn't watch like I don't know, maybe the first five or six minutes of the game, and then I'm like, well, damn, damn it, everyone's watching it. Everyone's talking about it in the group chat. <laughs> like, I, I guess I should watch it. I guess watch I should it. watch it. Uh, <laughs> I gotta be I gotta be part of the group, guys. You know, yeah. FOMO. So, <laughs> so I watched it and it was a great game. That that's oh, the shittiest yeah. thing with that flag I said. I was like, such right. a great game. And they ruined it. Yeah, they ruined it. That's that's exactly what I kept saying Saturday. It was a great like, game. Ruined it. Have the Chiefs still could have made a play on defense, or the well, Eagles come down I, and have to march with like under two minutes. Like I do is oh my God, that's how perfect is that of a setup for right. NFL and what you want your league to be? Mm-hmm. Foxy says they do play the Bills. Yeah, so that that's the other team that I could see. Mm-hmm. It's the Chiefs play the Bills. Well, wait, do we play the Chiefs? We play the Chiefs, yeah. In Kansas City? Yes. 
finally because we yeah, played not, at home forever. Yeah, it's not here. It's, it's in Kansas City. Okay. So, so they. Oh wow. I mean, the, the Chiefs got a pretty good setup. Then the two best teams both have to go to Kansas City. Have to go to Kansas City. Yeah. After winning the Super Bowl, damn, must be nice <laughs> have Roger Goodell fucking one of your defensive tackles. <laughs> That was so weird. I saw that that night. I'm like, yeah, he doesn't root for anybody. I'm like, all right, whatever, dude. Where people were like, he'll celebrate with the other team, which is like, whatever, maybe not. But this man picking him up, hugging him like that. I know. That, that was just. Should have uh, sprayed champagne on him. <laughs> we did it. But, we did it. But you could clearly hear on the audio that he said, right. oh, I don't give a fuck how you hit, hit the quarterback. Can't make this shit up. <laughs> like, like, you can't make it up, man. Bitch, we're saying, bitch, we're literally accusing you of rigging this leg. And then here you are doing all this. Right. I don't know. Uh, Ken says uh, it was Robert e- Edwards that game on the beach and r- ruined his career. There you go. That's why they don't do that anymore. He, I well, I was talking about like the veteran ones. They had ones then with like, uh, you know, I'd be like, damn, Brett Favre's out there, which shit, we don't want to talk Brett Favre. We'll sue. <laughs> sue Pat McAfee. Dude, sue our, 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 our show Saturday night already got canceled. So, I mean, come on. You, you got to be careful here. Yeah, me and Jeff tried to do a show, trying to be something besides the Bengals. And YouTube, nobody can watch it now. YouTube, literally, unless you watch it live. It's not on YouTube. They blocked (laughs) that whole episode. Can't find us. I don't know what we did. It it was that good. (laughs) We we blew the internet up, literally. (laughs) They literally said copyright infringement over the entire (laughs) show. Like they censored us in a way they don't censor anyone else. Yeah, I've never had I've had copyright stuff before for different videos and stuff I played, and you just cut them out. But I've never had them just block the whole freaking show. I gotta, I have to get on there and try to figure out what's going on. Anyway, what, what do you got going on, Bengals or Bruises this week? You guys got some good guests or anything going on? Or? <laughs> no, we don't have any guests right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next week we might have a good guest next Friday, but and I ain't even sure. I might do a show Thursday. I might just do a show with just me. There you go. I don't. I might do Thursday and then Friday. I know it'll be me and Derek. There you so go. you know we fucking argue. <laughs> we don't really argue very often. Yeah, you one guys time, made up. One you guys, time. You guys, you guys hugged and made up. <laughs> I love that man. <laughs> Take a bullet from my boo. Yeah. I told him happy birthday. I said happy birthday. Or happy Valentine's Day. Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day, lover. <laughs> did he did he hurt you back? It was over the phone, Jeff. <laughs> You texting that if we live closer, it would have been in person. We would have had lunch today, okay? We still love you each guys, other. live closer than I do. Do you? You live as close to Derek as I do, to be fair. <laughs> so, if you ever want to meet for a three way, it's happening. Derek's, farm. Derek's. Derek's farm, <laughs> there you go. I have a big old bonfire. Carries 316, baby. 316. I do love that shirt, that is awesome. I need to get one. I, get I fucking love y'all in the chat and I fucking love beer. I love my <laughs> wife. Yeah. She's watching. Oh, uh, quick. Uh, well, you should. It's not we got thing. Lou back. We got Lou back. There you go. Yeah, uh, maybe Porchop, Porchop, you, watch Porchop, you might have to do the show with me. Yeah, you can jump on with him. You can jump on it. Fo- oh, yeah, look, Foxy's everybody's Foxy said he'd jump on with you. 
Get the whole crew together. There you go. There you go. All right, man. I think I'm gonna end this because I'm gonna go. I am gonna take my wife out for Valentine's Day dinner. Are you taking her out to eat, or are you eating her out to taking taking her out to eat to an Italian restaurant? Are you eating? Is she Italian? Are you eating out (laughs) Italian? She's not Italian. No. Damn it! I run that. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm glad Lou's back. Love y'all. Who day? Jeff's got a tiny penis. Oh, he's never seen it before. He has no idea. <laughs> oh, my God. Why do I let him on the show? <laughs> oh, I love that dude. All right. Let's get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. I appreciate every single one of them. They are Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, Radical Reds, the Ohio State Bucknuts, and the Ice Bar. And then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under sports with Strawberry Ice on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenable. TikTok is at Iceman90. I should be pulling a sound off later on tonight. Put it on the podcast if you missed any of the show or any of Jay Morrison's comments and you want to just listen to it and not watch for an hour, go check it out. It's on BeanPod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. Give me a five-star review. Leave a comment. Some more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. YouTubers, you guys are awesome. 2,111 subscribers. You guys are unfreaking believable. Like I say, every single show. Well, for you guys, I won't be able to do this. Anyway, happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. Go out there, hug your wives, your boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever you got, and have a wonderful, wonderful evening. And that's just sports, baby. See ya! Black and